I went to my first mansion mastermind. I paid five grand to be there. And I made a connection with one person that made me $60,000 in the next six months. <laughs> and yeah. if, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have got that piece of advice that saved me that much money. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. We're going to do something a little new today. We're going to start a new series called Round 2. And on round two, we're bringing back guests that that we felt like we didn't we didn't get the complete value out of the first time around. They had so much to give, and we just didn't have enough time. So our first round two guest is going to be Quentin West. He specializes in Airbnb arbitrage, real estate investing, and finance. He's done over two million in Airbnb before twenty five, and has coached a hundred plus people on it as well. Quentin. Welcome back to the show, brother. Thank you so much, Doug. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So let's get right into it. When you were on the show the first time, you were doing a lot of things for the first time. You were really intentional about your personal brand, about investing in your digital footprint, and making sure that you were becoming a lead magnet for those that wanted to, to exercise Airbnb arbitrage. And I've seen everything you've done since then, and you've just been running the play really well. So I would love if for our listeners, you can kind of walk us through that journey and kind of, you know, where you learned it from, as well as, you know, what you feel like to this point you've executed on really well and that they can learn from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I honestly learned it by just looking at everybody else in my niche. You know, you hear all these basic concepts like, do your outreach, follow this many people a day, all, all these little metrics that you pick up over time from different people. But it wasn't until I actually looked at what the successful people were doing that I was like, well, maybe if I just mimic this, like I've done in every other area of my life and business, I'll see the same success in it. And over time, I realized that's all I had to do. I look at somebody that's, you know, at 10,000 followers. And at the time, I think I was at like 1500. And I saw what time he posted at, what he posted. I looked at his, you know, top, uh, top viewed posts and things that were doing really well. And I just recreated them with my own brand. And over time I saw things started picking up, you know, as, as before I was just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and trying to see what stuck. Uh, once I followed a model that had shown success already, uh, it, it really started to help me grow. Uh, I think it, at one point I pushed for like six months and I didn't gain a single follower. Uh, I think my net was like maybe, maybe zero or one. Uh, I gained 600, but I'd also lost 600. And then within a three month time period, I doubled uh, my follower account just by following his model that he had already proven was successful. Mm -hmm. Man, that's fantastic. And, you know, um, when I look at your, your Instagram, you're at 3,400, uh, yeah. followers and obviously like it matters, but it doesn't matter, but it matters. You know, it's one of those things that can become a, uh, a, uh, excuse for a lot of people. Like I can't get my followers up or whatever the case is. And what I found 
is I've, I've built my following very slow, you know, and it's because I know it's because I'm not like focusing on the trendy stuff. I'm kind of just being myself, you know, yeah. but what that's done is the people that are following are my ideal customer, yeah. you know, and so it's created kind of a high quality. So how are you balancing that? You know, you're not like over here with 300,000, so you're not doing super trendy stuff, right? But at yeah. the same time, you're still utilizing some of those some of those tools I can I can see just from looking at your Instagram page. Um there there is some of the and then I'm 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 doing it too, like the captions, highlighting one word, you know, utilizing that type of stuff. So, I guess in in terms of your what you're posting, what are you kind of focusing on right now? Um, so I think it's important to nail down like your target avatar. Um, mm-hmm. for me, it's somebody just starting out in business or somebody making under a half million a year in revenue. Um, and that's because everything that I teach the arbitrage method with Airbnb is kind of, it, it serves as a financial foundation, like to really get anywhere in life. Um, and start living outside of like the scarcity mindset, you got to be at least making 250 a year. Uh, and that's what arbitrage allows people to do. You can get in with little to no money. I mean, I started with just a credit card and scaled up to 14,000 a month in profit in 12 months. And so that's my target audience. And with that in mind, I'm coming out with uh, content that appeals to that audience. So how, how to build your credit how to get into real estate with little to no money deals that I've done, like uh, a flip that I did a couple of years back where I put no money into it. I just knew how to do the deal. And uh, it was something I'd never done before, but I saw everybody else talk about it. I was confident about the process. And so I approached uh, somebody that I knew that had money and said, Hey, look, we can buy this place for $80,000. You put in 20 after it's all said and done. We'll make $15,000 in profit each. We'll split it 50, 50. I'll do all the work. You just give me the check and I'll handle the rest. And mm-hmm. I made 15 grand doing that. And so little things that I can share like that, that I've picked up along my journey um, are things that I've seen really catch traction. Uh, another thing that I shared recently that, that really uh, I think it, has been one of my top five performers over two years of creating content. Um, Mm -hmm. I talked about how, when you get a check, uh, if it's a personal check and it's over, I think it's five grand, they want to put a hold on that check, but instead you can take it to the issuing bank and have them convert it to a certified check. As long as the person that wrote it to you has the funds in their account. And that way there's no weight. You don't have a hold on that check. I learned that from two years of being broke, trying to build this thing. And everybody was just mind blown, you know, because they'd been depositing the check and they might've needed that money right then, but they're kind of helpless because they have the hold. So little things like that, that I've noticed really catch traction and help people in that come up phase that I'm really marketing to. Yeah. And it's not necessarily something that points right to your business, but it puts you on their radar, you know, and then all of a sudden when they have, an extra five grand or 10 grand and they're like looking for a place to do something with it. And, and you're coming across their feed talking about Airbnb arbitrage, then boom, that's where it hits. And I think that's incredibly important because, you know, to recognize what stage they're at in their business, you know, and for me, it's like a million 
when when they hit that million in construction, in sales, whatever the case is, they typically are their top salesperson at the time, right? And they don't have a sales manager yet. And maybe they have two or three salespeople. And so that is like my avatar, you know, because they need to scale, they need to build a sales program, so on and so forth. So if you're listening and you have a product that is coaching, consulting, digital product, you know, something that has to be, you have to gain their attention online and then bring them into your sphere or your group or whatever the case is, that that is a huge piece of value that Quentin just dropped where it's like, look at that avatar and, and cater to that avatar, but you can cater to them outside of your product. You know, because oftentimes that's what brings them in, in the first place and then creates a lot of notoriety through viral videos and, and followers. You know, like I said, you need them, but you don't need them, but you need them. You know, It's like yeah. if if I go to somebody's page and they got two or three hundred followers immediately, we can't help it. We're human in our mind. We're like, OK, they're not that big of a player, you know, which they could have a hundred million in real estate. We have no idea. They just yeah. don't have a big social media presence. It's just for family, you know. But yep. it is what it is in 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 our type of business. So, outside of your social media presence, are you are you paying for leads? Are you doing ads? You know, I guess what are what are some other lead source lead sources that you're utilizing right now? Yeah, so we do a lot of cold DM outreach. Uh, I would okay. say that's where the prim- that's the primary source of our leads right now, uh, and it's also helped grow my page as well. Uh, we do some paid leads. We haven't quite nailed everything down yet. We're making money on them, but it's not anything impressive. Um, but I noticed that, you know, I can hit multiple five figures a month just by having a setter, a a VA setter in the Philippines doing a cold Mm -hmm. outreach every single day, at least a hundred touches, um, leading them to my page, asking them to, to book a call to, you know, help them get into Airbnb arbitrage. Um, and that's really helped not only continue to grow my social media account, but also our coaching business. Uh, and then, you know, as we continue to progress and nail down the ads, we're going to start hiring sales teams and get into what, what you guys do. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And, you know, when you, when you look at who to DM, how do you decide that? Is it from like your posts, the people that like your posts? So it depends on the platform. Um, on Instagram, we look at, um, influencers that are in my space. So my competitors, I love that. we're just doing outreach to people that already follow them. We know they're already interested in the content. And so we're doing influencer we're, arbitrage. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we're, we're just being more hands-on. Those people are yeah. too big where they're not going to get the personal touch. Right. We're not that big yet. And so mm-hmm. we're able to, you know, my VA can do the cold outreach. Once they get a little warmer, then I'll touch them personally. We'll jump on a call. We'll see how we can help. And then if it's a fit, we can get them in our coaching program. Uh, on Facebook, we look at Facebook groups. Again, we know they're already interested in the topic. We'll go to Airbnb Facebook groups. Uh, I'll even make posts in those groups that add a ton of value. I had a post where uh, I got over 700 comments. I made 6,000 bucks on one post. So by doing that, you're attracting people to you and your brand because you're adding value on the front end. I taught a lesson about how I've made over $300,000 from one connection with an insurance client. Um, It's a corporate housing company that deals with insurance claims. And so I walked them through a lesson in the Facebook group, exactly how I made that connection and how I've nurtured it over three years 
and made multiple seven or six figures with that. So do you ever find you're not welcome when you do posts like that? Because, oh, like, yeah. yeah, and I've had that happen to me before where yeah. I go in and I post what I normally post in other groups that people love. And I go to a different group and that group is all about it's more transactional posts. What I realize is where I don't do well in. And it's more like, hey, I need this. Who's got it? And then they all comment. Right. But in those groups where I find a lot of the leads come from is in the comments where they say, hey, I need this. And then you offer up value or you offer up a, a, a free training or whatever the case is. And then five other people see that. And then all of a sudden they're DMing, you, you know, so there's yeah. always a place for it. It's just whether it's the post or the comments, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah. On the, I'll, on the, yeah. on yeah, on the DM, what I love about that is you've taken what you normally do in your main product, or I, I guess that makes you money, which is the Airbnb arbitrage, right? And you've done it with influencers, you know? And so it's it's such a cool little hack that you can utilize. And I, I did the same thing in my business. Like we we have a sales structure when we go to and knock on a door, right? Well, yeah. we use that same structure when new recruits are coming in and for the opportunity, we walk them through the same structure, intro, qualify, present, close. And we yeah. do that with our, our people coming in for the opportunity. So what you find is a lot of times in your business, the models that you're using or the SOPs that you're using can be converted into an SOP for another part of your business. You yeah. know, And so I just wanted to, to, to point that out. So yeah. right now, right now, um, I imagine because you're, you're, you're talking about a lot of the DMs and stuff like that. Is that focused on the course or do you kind of have an ascension model in your business where it's, you know, it's the free thing, it's the course, it's, you know, group or one-on-one? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So it's focused on the course at this point. Um, and it's not really like a, a course course. It's more of a coaching program because it's okay. mostly there's some one-on-one help, there's group help, there's ongoing 24 seven support. Um, but we are developing an ascension model where it leads into the next step. So like I was saying earlier, we teach this as a, a financial foundation, like building your cash flow machine. Once you have the cash flow, then you can put it into something more long-term. Cause like with these arbitrage units, you got to renew a lease every year mm -hmm. with the owner. And if those prices continue to increase and the Airbnb revenue doesn't increase, then you're kind of stuck with a unit that doesn't perform at some period in time. And so the next step is buying things that hold value long-term, like uh, boutique hotels, self-storage units, um, multifamily facilities, things like that. So that's the next step for us and what it will lead into once we start dropping uh, our, our year round mastermind program. And that's also why we started doing the event. So uh, actually tomorrow we have our first free event. And so I'll, I'm going to start hosting these free real estate meetups every single month. And what I've realized is if you don't get invited to stages, you need to create your own stage. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. not big enough where, you know, I guess I'm big enough now where somebody might invite me to speak, but not the big stages like I want. And so what I'm doing by hosting these free meetups is I'm creating an environment where it's easy to make money. When you, present yourself as, you know, the professional in the industry, even if you're not incredibly big yet, uh, I encourage anyone to do this. 
uh, host a free meetup, get some sponsors to, to pay for food and, and beverages. Just because you have the platform, people will show up. Um, and so it, it goes back to just creating that environment where it's easy for people to hand you to hand you money. So it leads into our quarterly paid events and our, our mansion masterminds and uh, our, our year round um, paid masterminds and everything that I'll be doing in the future. I love it. It's a, it's a definitely a reminder for me as well, because I've, I have been wanting to do more local events. Right. And I, I feel like business in general is going through this cycle where it was like COVID we're all virtual. This is how we do business now to where people are missing that connection, you know, and, and I know it more than anyone because I did door to door sales, right. That was heavy what I did for 14 years. And so it's like, when you look at the quality of customer that comes from a face-to-face sale versus you know, uh, a funnel sale, it's completely yeah. different, you know, and yeah. you're going to have better churn rates. You're going to have better quality, um, higher tickets, uh, orders and stuff like that. Upsells are going to be a lot easier. And so, you know, you kind of see that, that happening. And, and honestly, it's just an internal human thing too. It's like, man, I want to be around more humans, you know what I'm saying? And, and so that's why we join the groups that we're in, you know, and do the events that we do. And so that's uh, that's definitely exciting, and and you're 100 right. It's not that hard to get a couple hundred dollar sponsor, pay for some food, and then there's plenty of venues out there that just want people at their location. You know what I mean? To buy drinks, order food, or whatever the case is. And so there's where there's a will, there's a way, and probably you can do it all in for like 500 bucks and put together this yeah. event. At, again, if you have a 500 dollar course, you just need one sale to cover it. You know what I'm saying? It's a digital product, so there's no expense that goes with that. So, um, no, I love that so much. So what is, I guess, the master plan, right? What's the ultimate goal? I mean, I I know you have these targets set for yourself. Even So can you walk us through, I guess, what would be the one-year goal for your business right now and then the 10-year goal, and that'll give us more context? Yeah, so one-year goal uh, for the Airbnb company is a million dollars in profit uh, per year. Right now, we're sitting right around, I would say, 500. Um, and so we, we want to continue to grow that, double it over the next year. We should easily be able to do that, especially with some uh, commercial properties that we're starting to pick up uh, where we can pay you know 6000 a month for a commercial facility, relist that, and rent it for 10000 a month. Uh, and so we pick up a lot of profit with with properties like that. Um, as far as coaching, uh, I would love to be at a million dollars a year in profit. Um, we're going back and forth between 20 and 30K a month. Um, but as we continue to grow the team, that can grow significantly over time. When it's just when it's not just me closing sales. I mean, you know how that goes once you start yeah. getting one, two setters and closers in place, things grow exponentially. And then we also want to purchase 50 multifamily units before the end of next year. Um, hold our, our free events every month, the paid event every quarter, two mansion masterminds a year. Uh, and then I'd love to start speaking on some more stages. So maybe 10 other stages other than mine throughout the year. I love that. I, I, I couldn't agree more with the way you're structuring it, which is profit versus yeah. gross, you know, um, and you, you have to re- reverse engineer that, you know, and it, and it really like puts it into context. How much business do I really need to do? You know, yeah. or what it sometimes puts into context is my margins aren't high enough. I'm not charging enough or I have, you know, 
my my business is too top heavy. I've been through that several times where I realized, oh dang, you know, seventy percent of my uh, gross income is going to sales and management, and then my staff and my expenses. There's like five percent left over. <laughs> it's not making a whole lot of sense, you know. We're built for scale, but dang, I would have to do ten million in order to make decent money with that, you know. And so, yeah. um, I think it's important to. It just depends on the business too, right? If your margins are dialed in and there's no there's no messing those up, you can go off a of gross. But I, I like that you're going off a of net as well as, like you said, creating your own stage. I think having the people that you're going to have out to your events is going to create a lot of conversations about when they go to other events like, hey, oh, Quentin does this. You know what I mean? And he's fantastic at this. He spoke about this. You should have him at your event. All of a yeah. sudden, when you get in that speaker, you know, sphere of influence everybody is talking about everybody else at their events. And I get asked all the time when somebody asks me to speak at their webinar or, you know, their podcast or their events that, you know, the first, you know, the first thing is yes. And we schedule it. And then the next thing is, do you know anybody else? Yeah. So by hosting your own event, reciprocity, a lot of the speakers that are going oh, yeah. to that are going to want to see you on stages at other events. So I think, that's a great way to hack getting on stages too, as well. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you ask anybody that has a significant following, they'll all tell you the same thing. How do you build your following? It's to leverage somebody else's audience. Mm -hmm. And so by invite, by holding these events, inviting other speakers to speak, you're creating the platform that they're all talking about. So mm -hmm. there's no other choice, but for them to share you, which is leveraging their audience. And as long as you're throwing value out the door to everybody that you're involved with, you're going to get shared. You're going to, you know, see massive growth from that. So one thing that we're doing at our free events is doing like giveaways, like a hundred dollar giveaway for, you know, some random person that posts me in, in a picture or something on social media. Yeah. 50 people to, to post about you online. I mean, that several, that's several thousand people that are going to see you for a hundred bucks. And it's people that are going to trust the person that's posting it. And so they're going to now follow you. Like if that just leads to one course sale, you make your money back 30 times. 100%. So, and it, again, it's the arbitrage method again, yeah, <laughs> your master, exactly. master arbitrage method over here. No, I love exactly. it. So, um, all that being said, tell us about your event coming up. And uh, I know it's in like a month now or yeah, pretty much a month from now. Yeah, it's, it's in 30 days, 29 days, November 30th through December 3rd. So it's in Asheville, North Carolina. We have 10 speakers coming out. Essentially, I built out everything that I love in one event. So people that are going to teach me how to build my social media following, how to build my marketing, mm. how to buy businesses and resell them how to buy more real estate, how to grow my business to you know, multiple millions per year. Uh, we are renting exotic cars. It's in a crazy mansion that was the absolute nicest place I could find on the East Coast. So all these things that, that I really love, and I know entrepreneurs get a ton of value out of, and they can't find anywhere else. That's what I put into one of that. So it's a three-day event. We're doing morning workouts every single day with Nick Kumalatsos. Uh, he was uh, a uh, in the military for 12 or 13 years. Just mm -hmm. an insane guy. Uh, you know, 
showing you things to, to push yourself mentally and physically so that you can go back home and hit that next level physically, mentally, permanently. Um, ways that you can increase your, your relationship quality, ways you can grow your business. Basically, if you want to get to the, the next level in any area of your life, relationally, mentally, physically, you know, as far as your business, we've got it there for you. Oh, I love it. And my favorite thing about the event, and correct me if I'm wrong, some of the attendees are going to get to stay at the mansion, right? Yeah. So we've got room for 20 people at the mansion. I think we have like maybe 10 spots left. So it's going to be great. We've got five other spots uh, on an offsite hotel. So I think we have a couple of those left as well. They're a little cheaper. So to stay in yeah. the mansion at 3K, to stay in the, in the hotel is 2,500 bucks. So if you don't have the budget to stay all out in the mansion, you still have the opportunity to come. Dude, that is a steal. <laughs> it's a freaking yeah. steal. You know, if, if you're just going to Airbnb a place like that, you know, you're going to be spending an insane amount of money just like individually yeah. for one room, right? Oh, and yeah. then on top of that, you're bringing in the speakers and the value and everything. I, I love events like this because I've never, I've never experienced building better relationships and getting and receiving information in a better setting than I did in Cabo in a mansion with surrounded by like-minded entrepreneurs. And yeah. like when you can wake up in the morning and you're overlooking a sunset or you're just enjoying coffee with this individual you've maybe spent like an hour with in the past. And you get yeah. to like just have a genuine conversation versus like a targeted sales or um, from stage conversation. Those moments are yeah. where amazing partnerships, amazing referral partnerships, amazing information is exchanged and it, it comes out naturally, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. Um, I love the, the environment that you're putting everybody in. And it, it, it is, it's going to be very um, organic, I, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the reason why I did this one is there's just nothing else out there, especially for this price. I mean, I'm paying 15 grand for an event in January that doesn't add this much value, uh, but it's all about the connections that I'll be getting there. That's why it's more yeah. valuable. Um, but uh, I went to my first mansion mastermind. I paid five grand to be there. And I made a connection with one person that made me $60,000 in the next six months. And <laughs> yeah. if, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have got that piece of advice that saved me that much money. And now I have that connection for life. We're friends. So whereas before I couldn't connect with somebody like that, since we were in the same room and we created that relationship and that level of trust, now I can call him anytime I need help and he can call me. And not to mention the other 20 people that I met. So the relationships are where it's at. I mean, when you can pay to be in a room like this, it's, I mean, especially if you have 20, 30 years left to live, I mean, you're going to get that money back hand over fist. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. If you guys are interested in this event, you're going to go to capitalconnectionevent.com forward slash sign up. Capitalconnectionevent.com forward slash sign up. We'll include that in the show notes as well. So you guys can get that information about the event. And I'm looking at the funnel right now and it looks exciting as hell. It's, it looks like you've done a similar event before, but it, this was at a hotel. Yeah. So we did a uh, in-person event back in May and it, it uh, got me addicted to events. It blew, <laughs> it, it blew my mind. How many people showed up, how much impact was made. Uh, was this a free begging. one or was this a paid one? 
this was paid. Yeah, this was a paid okay. event. Um, it was the first event I ever held, but people at the halfway point were coming up to me saying, when's the next one? When's the next one? Well, here it is. And and we had to blow that one out of the water by doing something crazy, but uh, it's going to be a fun time. I love it. I love it so much. Awesome. So you're building that social media. You're, you have some audacious targets for this next year, which is exciting. What else, you know, I, I would imagine outside of the business are you excited about right now? Um, just connecting and helping with other people. You know, I'm, I'm a big relationship guy. Um, money's not the most important thing in the world, but I feel like if you can help enough people get what they want, then you can have anything that you want. And so I've always approached relationships in that way. And it's paid me back, you know, not even just monetarily, but in everything, anytime I need help. I have somebody that can help uh, or vice versa. Um, and also just sharing faith as well. Uh, I'm a big Christian. Uh, I love to post about my faith and help other people because I know there's there's a lot of people struggling. And so, you know, if we can help in any way uh, there, because I know everybody deals with depression at some point or another. So if we can help with that, then I would love to be a resource there as well. Man, there ain't there ain't nothing better whenever I'm like down in the dumps than opening up that Bible and reading those words in red. I mean, it's like, man, if he can go through that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what I'm dealing with isn't necessarily easy. You know what I mean? Because that was God on earth, right? It's, it's more like, Hey, it's, it's plausible. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? And so I think uh, I love that about you. And I love that you're putting that message out there and opening up that opportunity for people to have those conversations. So that's fantastic. Absolutely. All right. So um, this is the second time we've had you on the show. If everybody listening is not following you yet, where is the best place for them to go to for that? Instagram is the best place. I'm Q deals homes on every platform. Reach out to me on Instagram and I'll help you any way I can. Fantastic. We'll include that in the show notes as well. And if you guys want to hear what uh, Quentin's answer is to the legacy question, you got to go back and listen to the first episode. We're not going to make him go over it again, um, but definitely go back and listen to the first episode so you can get some context about everything that we talked about. And this one, I think we go a little deeper into your Airbnb arbitrage business itself in that episode. So if you guys are looking to hear more from Quentin, you can go to that first episode on that. I appreciate you guys. We'll include everything in the uh, show notes. So you can click right to be able to follow him or to capitalize on the Capital Castle Mansion Mastermind event. Quentin, thank you so much for coming on the show, bringing all the value about building your authority and converting that to sales. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Doug. Happy to be here. All right, let's get building. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We sure do appreciate it. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Building Great Sales Teams, so you can get daily tips on how to get your sales team built brick by brick. We'll see you there.